First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Okay. Brought that jet in for a crash landing. Welcome in. One and all. I mean, it was pretty Thank incredible. Thank you, Jason. You went in and out of like being in time. Thank you. But you just... Yeah. There know. are certain you kind of that line. phonetic sounds that I avoid at all times during a scat. Okay. Being... But like a foo-fa... Or something <laughs> like like he hits. Did he hit a foo oh, He hit some of the yeah. he hits some of the phonetic sounds that I am not familiar with in a scat, and I I just think it's courageous. Yeah, it's like a uh, real hoo jazz. This is I don't stay on the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this mm-hmm. is what it what it means to me is right, and so it doesn't matter if you liked it. That was my truth. It is. This oh, was it power. Is. That was a power yeah, okay. scat. Okay, a power scat. A power scat's what everyone just experienced. You're welcome. You really went for a ride there, Bumpy Landy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Spitballers episode two hundred one. Thank you for tuning into the incredible episode two hundred put together by Al oh, Borland himself, goodness. and uh, very well received. Very. So, I mean, we didn't know it was going to happen, so we had a blast uh, discovering some new segments that may stick around. Yes, uh, some very fun games we played, and then. And then the people at the end of the show with some really kind words. Yeah, it was awesome. And today we have Would You Rather, Is This Real Life, and a draft of chocolate-based products. So stay tuned for that. You can find the show on Twitter at SpitballersPod, Instagram.com slash SpitballersPod, and uh, the community at SpitballersPod.com. Let's go. Would you rather? Teresa from Patreon. Would you rather be the world's greatest martial artist? Mm. So on Earth, the greatest. Or the galaxy's worst Jedi? <laughs> I like this question. I mean, What's funny is I, I want to know right out of the gate what you picture immediately in your mind when you think of the galaxy's worst Jedi. Because for me... It is somebody that is a Jedi that is super clumsy. Yep, it's exactly. Dropping the lightsaber. It's like Jar Jar has a lightsaber. Jar Jar Binks. You are... Ac- <laughs> <laughs> You're accidentally force-moving things all, all over. Like, you know how, like, you can run into a table, knock something off? Yeah. Now, you just expanded a hundredfold. Things can fall all around you. Like, ah, dang it, I dropped that chandelier (laughs) very classic jedi situation right but in a ballroom yeah tons the star wars galaxy known for its chandeliers chandeliers. um but i do have a lightsaber correct oh of course you're you're a jedi Jedi. yeah i mean like someone's gonna have to try and talk me into this world's greatest martial artist what comes with that you've probably as this clumsy jedi you probably have severed a couple fingers as long as they're not mine no your own oh well that's a problem um the greatest martial artist you're just revered as the greatest on earth and no one can beat you up well that's that's what see that was what was exciting to me but you don't have a lightsaber about this first part is like if i'm the greatest martial artist on the world like this isn't like oh I'm looked at that way. This is I am. Okay. I am the best. So I'm in the UFC. Ain't nobody could beat me. That's the pinnacle for you? Well, (laughs) sure. I mean, how are you against chandeliers? (laughs) Well, I mean, isn't that the pinnacle? What would be the pinnacle of? uh, You're a movie star, too. Well, sure. Give it. The greatest martial artist has to be a movie star. 
And they also have to just be, uh, I don't know, you just beat everybody up. Yeah, you're not afraid of nothing. But you're, you're I mean, if. Would you use those powers in everyday life? Like, would you get out of bed and do like a triple kick on your way to the. What, like the light switch? Well, more Yeah, I'm like, not turning the light switch on with my hand. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, would you, on the way to the bathroom, are you doing a front flip just on the way? If I could do a front flip, I think I'd do it every room. I mean, just, off like the bed? in life. If I could easily just, I know I could do a front flip anytime I want. I'm guessing every four or five steps, it's got to be a front flip. Yeah, do they make houses that are more conducive for ninjas, like to jump around to things? I'm sure you could do that. You're the mm. world's greatest martial artist. They they would, you you can go to your contractor and say, you make this or else. Yeah, I feel like you need a lot of like, I don't know, roofs to jump between or something. Think about the monetary implications here, okay? Okay. Obviously, if you are the world's greatest martial artist, you can win in competition and have giant purses from uh, massive pay-per-view buys or movie star. You are renowned and revered. The monetary is clear. Now, right. on the other side, the Jedi how side. could a Jedi side, are, are you just... Is there any way to get financial yes. gain by this? Of course. What, I mean, what? A Jedi would never take financial gain. How dare look, you? Look, a Jedi could... I'm, bad, I'm a bad Jedi. He, here's then. the world's worst Jedi. I just figured it out. It is not a clumsy Jedi. It is a really petty, gone bad Jedi that just pickpockets people with the Force and spends it on drugs. No, uh, okay. okay. I was okay. As you started talking, I realized we might just be talking about Vader here. Like, the world's worst Jedi might just be Darth Vader. Okay. Right. Yeah, you, they go but, bad. Cause like, so world's martial artists, but at least if you're the worst in the galaxy, you, that implies that I'm traveling through space. Yeah. I mean, there's some other benefits. That's that would okay. be pretty Th cool. I'm gonna question, be. I'm gonna go Jedi. I think the question comes down to the real truth and the heart of this question is, who wins in a fight? The Jedi. You think? Yeah. Actually, so. I was thinking this. I was thinking about that question a little differently. Where. I'm stuck in a fight and I need to go get somebody to help me. Am I choosing the world's worst Jedi or the world's best martial artist to help me? You're choosing the best martial no, artist. No, you aren't. You're choosing the person with the laser sword. Probably the laser Wait, sword. But, so you're just going to murder these fools? What? You, what <laughs> you were just talking about how you could beat anybody up. Beat anybody. That's different. They get up and they, they walk away. You're just trying to keep later. your you're, enemies alive you're here? You're cutting them in half. <laughs> You're over. So you're the, the Batman method of I'm not actually. I'm just knocking people out. That's right. I'm just right. dropped them off a roof. But man they're fine. of principles over here. <laughs> Is that how you fight your wars? No guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Jedi. He's sleepy <laughs> Jedi. Final answer, Mike. It's, it's the Jedi. It's so Jason. Easy. It's the Jedi. Yeah, thank have you. Okay. Laser sword. <laughs> Skyler from. Oh, by the way, I watched that uh, Adam Project movie on Netflix finally with the family. Have you seen that one? Ryan Reynolds, Jason's oh, Googling. Yes, oh, yes, I have. I have. The, where is the younger version of himself? That weapon he has in there that's very close to a... Uh, yeah. Oh, we got a laser sword it's situation. Very, yes, it's nice. It's a nice weapon. Does well, it go... Sort of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Little, and it, like, does it retract? Yeah. 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 Oh. It's basically a... It's got a lot of metal worked into it, but it's nice. It's yeah. like a laser staff. It's pretty neat. Now, getting back to this world's worst <laughs> Jedi bit. Oh, no. We're back? What happens when you try to use, like, the mind? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you will not remember this. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you wave okay. your hand. Okay. Does that, like, sear the memory into You the probably person? say like, it wrong on accident. You will remember this. Oh, no. Oh, dang, it. Uh, Skylar from Twitter, would you rather be able to instantly cook any food to perfection Ooh. or be able to change what food is is the moment it hits your stomach. Oh, so when okay. food hits your stomach, it can become vegetables so the, or the healthy food. the burger is now carrots or whatever. I mean, it's got to be that, right? Oh, it's, 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 <laughs> there's, it's that over all things. Yeah, but hold on. Let me just walk you through this. Okay. You're sitting on the couch. Mm -hmm. and I, Yeah. And they're sitting on the couch late at night. Just snap, snap dragons and then right there. I mean, you just snap your fingers and filet you've got mignon. a filet mignon Ooh. perfectly cooked that to sounds, order. That sounds nice. Yeah. And when it hits your stomach, it's a filet oh, mignon <laughs> perfectly cooked to order. That sounds less nice. I will happily wait for the delivery person <laughs> to arrive at my house and give me a delicious, albeit slightly later, 
meal that once it hits my stomach is grilled chicken and vegetables with no butter. I mean, we're talking pure health. I'm going to be the healthiest man alive, and I'm doing that via drive throughs and delivery services. Is this an automatic thing, or do I have to remember and time it right while the food is going into my stomach, and I have to like... No, you've Make got it's, a, it's like an automatic. It's like when Batman goes down the fire pole and he, okay. he becomes Batman at the bottom. Right. When the food goes down the so fire the, pole, like the esophagus turns it into it turns the, it into that on the way down. Now right. it is a funny thought to be like, oh, I'm just gonna stop by the Jack in the Box for some like broccoli and grilled chicken on the way home because you're not getting that. No, but that's what you're getting. What am I getting? I'll tell you, tacos, <laughs> curly fries, <laughs> sourdough Jack. And everything on the late night menu, and man, am I healthy! Oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> Are you still I'm doing really the, giddy uh, right now at the prospect of get this. the scientists on this? Did you? Uh, you still doing the backup uh, DoorDash? Oh yeah, you got to have a backup plan. <laughs> What's okay. the backup DoorDash? Well, it's just like you order one, and then what if it doesn't happen? What if what it if, doesn't show up? Oh, you order the second one from another place. Yeah, you just got to be prepared. Just and how case. often is the backup DoorDash being placed? Oh, it's every time. I mean, because uh, <laughs> how are you not broke? No, I. This is not. This is not real. It's that's, more of. A, oh, I'm making a joke. That's. But true. I do 100 percent of the time when I order food from a Postmates, DoorDash, yeah. whatever the case may be, I order one extra of a main course every time. A main course, whatever the case may be. Just in case something doesn't show up, now you're okay. And I it has come through clutch so many times where one item from the order doesn't show up and there's a backup meal. I mean cuz what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, you throw yeah. it into the fridge. The worst that can and happen And you got another meal. Is the best that happens. Yeah. Which is I get one more meal than I should have right now for dinner. Which is really the pinnacle of life. Right. So long as that can change <laughs> to broccoli in my stomach. I think I have to go with that one. Eating something that's delicious. If I eat ice cream every night and it ends up healthy for me, come on. Yeah. What? If this happened, what would we eat? What would people... Would we become tired of the stuff that... Jason, would your diet change? Oh, yes, it would. It would get worse? Dude, I could go so much worse than I am. <laughs> I could... I'm like, a man with restraint. I have... I could eat... So much worse than I do. I mean, I well, you could actually eat more quantity then because yes. it would not. No, because your your stomach would still be the full though. Yes, but you wouldn't be the fat content in right. the meals would be eliminated. If I fill my stomach, yeah, if he eats with broccoli all day long, broccoli and cauliflower and broccoli apples, farts, man. Well, yeah, you would get the farts of the <laughs> that, food it's converted fair. into. That's that's in the stomach. That's and fair. All, I will live with that. And all the BMs. That's. Uh, that's healthy. What if, I'm happy to do it. What the if, donut farts aren't much better, Mike. What if you this was converted? Donut farts? What if this was changed over to you could cook any food to perfection? And let's let's give you even more power here. Um, you can cook any food to perfection, and it just shows up in front of you. Or every food gets changed into broccoli on the way down. <laughs> just broccoli. Okay. Okay. I wonder if you, that could be seriously unhealthy. Like if. You only ate broccoli and nothing right. else forever the rest of your life, assuming you can't take supplements and other vitamins and yeah, whatever. Yeah, that would be bad for you. Yeah, it's funny to think like uh, that would be probably really unhealthy. So I'm going to need my donuts back. Hmm. I need protein. Yeah. All right. Need, like donuts. donuts. <laughs> Ant-Man from the webs. Well, bacon on the top of the donut. There's some protein. Oh. Ant-Man from the website. Would you rather be bored all the time or too busy all the time? Oh, man. Wow, this is. Um, oh, Ant-Man quite the uh you've you've chosen the right show to ask this question because i think you have this is too deep i think yeah, you man. have two different people oh. at least at least two different people on this show that would choose a different answer well i have been both of these in my lifetime like early 20s my entire dream and life goals were simply to do as little as possible did uh, you accomplish that? I yes, there were many years it was like work enough to pay the bills and then just be very lazy. And it's 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 a good run. If there's a, there's a while there where you're very happy and content with it, but it does it does grow old quickly. Well, the the problem here, and I know where Andy's going. He's assuming that I'm on the I'd rather be bored all the time than too busy. Andy would rather be too busy than bored all the time. I, it's I, genuinely the opposite. Oh, interesting. I was actually thinking the actual opposite. 
Well, that I'm always trying to carve stuff out of my life to be more, to have more margin. I always feel like you have a lot going on, which means that you must like having a lot going well, on. Well, I, I then you are right <laughs> because <laughs> because uh, well, so I, I, that's the pick. That's the one you would pick. Yeah, I love doing nothing. Like when when I get those times to relax and like I. I don't have anything going on. I, I cherish those. But the question is, would you rather be bored all the time? In those moments, those relaxing uh, reprieves from busyness, I'm not bored. But I right. like everybody. I can get bored. And if I'm bored, it's the worst. So I, I feel like at that point, if I'm busy all the time, I'm at least filling my life with activities and things that hopefully make an impact on life. <laughs> humanity the world um yeah I, I so i think i would rather be too busy all the time even though i hate that <laughs> i mean you got to pick one so yeah. you find an inherent um an implicit value in busyness yes i hope so i mean you can you can, it just depends on what you're filling your time with you can right fill it with a too many kids birthday parties and Ooh, then oh yeah oh man yeah yeah how about half and half well, that's oh, not okay. that's not it's not would you rather would you like to have a well balanced life? <laughs> uh <laughs> Mike, which one game. which one cuz both like I think the truth is is both you pay the price for both. So is it boredom is if I'm bored is rough. that's saying like I just I can't nothing is drawing my interest. You're just puddling around the house going like I have nothing to do. Have you ever been so and, bored? That you just like do laps in your house. I've I, I would I, say I would say this. I would say yes, I'm... except for I do the laps in the backyard. Okay, I'll do a, I'll do the cursory walk around the backyard. I've got nothing to do, and you know what? I end up finding some like uh, drip line leaks or some something. I find something out there yeah, that's valuable. I have uh, so I hate walking, as you know, <laughs> um, but I I have done the meander from room to room. Oh, yeah, like where okay. where you're just like. Are you looking for something to do, or are you just I'm looking, looking around? For, I'm looking for. I'm waiting for something to find me. Right. Usually, is I I walk into my bedroom, I wait a second, nothing speaking to How me. How far in do you go? Oh, I'll go all the way. Um, <laughs> you looking over, for food? Make it over to the bed. No food in here. <laughs> so I walk back out of the room, head towards the kitchen. Not there yet. I'm in the living room, and right. I go. This Wonder is if there's this, food in here. I don't see anything on on the couch to eat. So. Keep walking, and then, lo and behold, I find that delicious kitchen. Sometimes I'll do the meandering to find something to do, but my bar is real low. So, like, I'll walk around the backyard. I'll be like, oh, that tree needs to be trimmed. Oh, I need a ladder. I forget that. Oh, yeah. If I'll you be find like, another need, step, it's it's out. And one more step, and it's no <laughs> thank you. But if, it, if I can pull it off while I'm there, yes. and, and I'll twist that knob. I'll tighten that thing if I'm there. If you're there, but you find the step that stops you from doing it, and you move somewhere, you're like, oh, I'm so bored. <laughs> That's if right. only there was something to do. That ladder's all the way in the garage. Well, let me tell you how to solve that problem. What you need to find is not things where it's like, oh, th there's there's a step or two to get it done. It's I need something I don't have to do this task. Ooh, then you get to then shop. you just get to go shopping, <laughs> and then it's like, well, it's gonna be days before that gets here, so gotta look for something else. Josiah from Patreon, would you rather string your opponent along for an entire fight or crush them from the beginning? Ooh, so I want you to think about this one okay. in regards to. This is like kind of your mortal enemy, and you have an anticipated fight. What is the bigger dunk? Is it yeah. big? Is it a bigger dunk to crush them from the beginning, or is it to string them along and then finish them at the end? I I think I know the clear, true, right answer in this, but I because I'm so clear on this, I want to hear your guys' thoughts before. So this, to me, this is like this is Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson. Sure, which, okay. Like, you have which I'm again. I'm not a. I'm not an all like an all lead buff, but I'm just thinking of the one fight where he was, you know, he's backed up against the ropes, dodging all the punches, and then does like the, does the hip wiggle in your face, and so the, which the, then rope a dope came from that fight and everything. Or you have the Mike Tyson thirty yeah. second fight because he just overpowers you with one punch. Good night. Yes, Don't, you kind of provoke different attitudes from your opponent in these. One is humiliation if you crush them from the beginning. One of them is desperation. If you're stringing them along and they're just waiting to get, you know, beat up. 
Is it? Is it? You know, as long you, it has to be such a good stringer opponent along that by the end they they completely understand and everyone watching the fight knows what just happened. It was. It wasn't. Oh, it was an even. You played with your food. You You played with your exactly. It was. Oh wait. Oh, this is not actually a close fight. Just knock me out already. The other Ex- fighter is keeping it going. Exactly right. Now, when it says is that the one you're long, going with, hundred percent. Interesting. Because, I thought you would have been a crush from the beginning. So guy. here's why. I, I I have at times in my life been a huge UFC fan. Uh, you know, a, a diehard guy in the past. Um, I figured that out when you called them purses. <laughs> well, I would have said like fight money. Okay, fight. Uh, <laughs> No, I wasn't talking about them. I was talking about oh, a giant yeah. purse, yeah. like you know. Is a, that what they give away a, to the winners? Huge yeah. Louis Vuitton, oh, like a Dolce. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the reality is, when you when you have these these matches and there's bad blood, and these guys yeah. just hate each other, and they're they're wanting to show the other one. When I'm not thinking about it from my perspective, I'm thinking about it from the other from the loser's perspective. If I get clipped in a fight and I go nine night. I feel like that lucky was a shot. lucky okay, shot. Yeah, yeah. That was I. I want that fight again. You got lucky. You you put me out, but I don't believe you're better than me. But in those fights where it goes five rounds and the other guy just I can't I can't hit him. I can't get to him, and he takes me down and he beats me up. And at the end of that fight, when you're watching as as a viewer, you're like he annihilated him. That guy can't possibly hang with him. And there's no doubt for the future of all eternity who's your daddy, it's the one that just toyed with you in there. <laughs> and Al makes a good point, and, and Al and I, we have great experience with this. But uh, when you toy with your opponent, you can taunt. You can taunt for a really long time, and taunting is fun. Oh, man. A lot of smack talk in that ring. Octagon, and in the pickleball whatever. court as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, Which is, you know, when you think about the it, ring. very similar, you similar know, type competition of to ultimate fighting. Thank you. Pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> Could they not have got more, you know, a, str- a stronger name? Probably not. What's a is what's a stronger name? Tennis or pickleball? Tennis is a stronger name. Yeah, because it doesn't. But it's have also in slightly it. more boring. It's more boring. The, the name, name is more. The boring. name is more boring, okay. even though it's doesn't have as many words like pickle in. <laughs> like if it was Powerball, paddleball. What playing... if it was just paddleball? Like, mm, yeah, paddle smash. There we Ooh, okay. go. Smash ball. Smash ball. Oh. Yeah. Whiffle snapper. Oh, now that's no. old people. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is pickleball, so <laughs> that works. Moving on. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act... That sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Is this real life? Okay, we are moving on to Is This Real Life, where each of us have chosen a real-life story that we have discovered in the world, really happening, and we're going to share it with each other today. And I'm going to go last. I'm going to say that out the gate. Okay. Because I my story has the potential to redeem whatever humanity you want to bring oh, to the okay. surface. Nice. I like that. So I'm going to try to do that at the end. Is your Jason, is yours like a silly or just an yeah, incredible? Yeah, I'll just kick it off. Mine's, go ahead. Mine's not incredible. It's kind of uh, ridiculous. Um, okay, and it start. can get us into some conversations on maybe our, our telephone life. Telephone? Our telephone, telephone life. Telephone life. Here it is. the The title of this operator, <laughs> hiker. Please connect me to the mayor. <laughs> okay, here it is. Hiker lost for twenty four hours. Okay, ignored calls from rescuers because of unknown number. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. 
Come yes. on. Yes. Oh, that's, that's a good conversation for this offer. That is yeah. incredible. <laughs> that's, I mean. You're just adding fuel to Al Borland's fire. This hiker um, was <laughs> on a mountain in Colorado. Um, uh, he was on the tallest peak of this mountain and was lost for 24 hours. Oh, I'm trying to think of why he would have done this. Is it battery conservation? N- no, the reason is because it was an unknown number. But it's. But well, they, I mean, the reason you didn't answer. But did they you? were well, lost. <laughs> my question when I first saw this headline was more, what? Your wait, your phone works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Call somebody. <laughs> you, like you, just phone a friend. Does he expect it to say rescuers on it? I mean, helicopter calling. Yeah. And so in this, in our presence here, we have a lot of different uh, (laughs) telephone operations, as I refer to it. So I am one where if I don't know the phone number calling me, I will only answer it in one situation. And that is. I have something going on. I have. I know something's being delivered. The plumber's coming or, later in the afternoon. Exactly. Outside of that situation, that number calls and I don't have it in my phone, I will never answer it. You can leave me a voicemail and then I will maybe check that voicemail someday. Um, whereas, Andy. Yes. I feel like we could be in the middle of the most heated any game of anything and if the phone rings, he's answering it. And I thought, that Andy was the the most answer your phone guy on the planet. No. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Owl Borland. Now, uh, Spitwads, you probably have a cell phone. And every now and then, <laughs> it might say something like spam Potential call. spam. Potential spam. Nobody answers that, right? No, because that if it's identified as potential spam, it is not potentially spam. It's spam. And Owl Borland answers that phone. He answers Every everything. Time. Which begs the question, have you ever had them a potential spam not be spam? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Any day now. One of these. The, the algos can get stuff wrong, too. Just Proven wrong. by not your history. I am the more extreme version of Jason where I have. You're the- a nothing. I have the option turned on that says, if I don't know this phone number, Ooh. you send it right to voicemail. I thought you were going to be the more extreme version of me where it's like, I see your, I, you are in you, my phone. I still that, don't answer it. How can you live in that world? Because if it's important, they will leave a voicemail. But what if it's urgent? They Maybe they'll call back a second time. I don't know. They'll leave a voicemail. So Does it, it call through? It never, rings through if they but do like, it twice? I'm just thinking, like, I, I mean, I answer on, the, on a regular basis probably... I feel like 10 to 15 calls a week that are not names that I have in my book, but are things that are important. Somebody's calling from, you know, like I said, the example of a plumber or a contractor or somebody's calling me for some the doctor's office or something. I believe I don't put the doctor in my. I believe that the phone is smart enough that like if you have talked to that number, it will ring. Interesting. So but otherwise, I don't care. You really don't like talking. No, to people. Uh, no. And I don't I don't like people. I don't like talking to people who I didn't want to speak to them in the first place. And they're just calling me for whatever garbage reason. Now, can, can I ask this question? Yeah. How, how do you feel about the pure hangup? If you, if let's say the person on the other line says, Jason, ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, this is Bob. And I'm calling from the well, car dealership down the street. We gotta pause. Um, Did you have a delay at all? Or were you? No, no I'm a person. Okay. So I'm you, not a robot. Well, Everybody if, can hang up on a robot. But I'm saying even when it's a real person, sometimes you still have that delay. That little like, you, patch through yeah, delay. Do you wait for it to come through? Or do you hang up the second? No, no, no. no. I'm saying that after the introduction by okay. a human, okay. yeah. what's your sensibilities about I, a pure, untalked, just turn the phone off? Uh, I don't do that, but I'm fine with that. Okay. The I, I don't, the, you know, those do you say people no, on the you? other... The people on the other side of the phone are 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 humans with dignity. They deserve no respect for the job they're doing, though. Uh, uh, and I, totally I shall agree. And, I, and I shall give them none. However, and I always think they're used to being hung up on. Oh, absolutely. The, so it's the, like not it's old hat for them. The issue with hanging up on them is I can't get the line in that says, "Please remove me from the list." Yep. So I am usually I say hello. They say as Bob from 
car dealership down the street, and I say, I, I don't have time right now. Please remove me from the list. Click. That is my go. Now, what if they, I mean, a lot of them are trained to instantly follow up and overcome that obstacle. I have they, never they heard just... anything because <laughs> I say that and from then a you, distance. Oh, you do the click. I do the immediate click. So you do say something, but then you click and you don't wait for a reply. Yeah. Okay. The best bit. And Mike doesn't answer at all. Correct. I do not. Uh, but when, if, if I have answered and it's someone, if it's telemarketing, I'll, I'll do the either remove me from list. Sometimes it's a tang up. But the best bit I can remember about this was Seinfeld had, I, and I think it was on Seinfeld, where a telemarketer calls him up and he says, oh, no, I, I can't actually talk right now. Can you give me your number and I will give you a call back? <laughs> and he's like, well, no, I can't do that. If that's against policy. He's like, oh, so you don't want calls from- when you're at home. <laughs> yeah, you don't want calls from people when you're at home? And it's like the, like, the job, I get it, you got to, Make money however you can make money. But in the list of jobs in humanity, telemarketing is just scum of the earth that no one likes. No one likes it. It should not be around. And this, like, whatever happened to that national do not call registry? How are people not getting, thought people were supposed to get punished if you yeah, were on that list and they called you. They didn't really work out. No, it did not. But yeah, you're right. It, it, it's a job that, I don't have respect for. If you go into that field as cold calling outbound, interrupt somebody. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that person has no choice in the matter. Yeah, like if we had a choice, if every person had a button that was like, I will accept outbound cold calls or I won't. And everybody could choose that. I have more respect for your profession because you're calling people that have opted in. Yeah. Actually, you should all start with out. Yes. And then the four, four people on earth will opt into those. I mean, and like you get the lonely at, people, you get them at 8 p.m. Oh, it's, I got one at eight in the morning the other day like, that what? just blew my mind. Do you, are you kidding that's me? That's why Owl answers. Is he lonely? Maybe. Do you Owl, is this? What is your response when you talk to these spam people? It, it's funny that because when he was saying that, I, I am the person that just hangs up on him. Only, I am too. Only because when I used to try to be polite and say I don't have time, they would already always argue with me. So I just. <laughs> up, I do block them a lot of the times too. I will do the instant hang up and block, never say a word. That does nothing. They change their phone number every they time. Do, they do actually. Yeah. yeah, I got the Yeah, number. they got the spoof. Did you ever. Uh, did you ever have any experience with. I think it's Robocall. Yeah, I went down that road. Where uh, if you're not familiar with this, like it's, it's a great service. It's an app and a service you can subscribe to where it will like string them along. It will answer it, but it from a different phone number or whatever. They it's cool tech, and then they have a a setup voice recording that they play to those other people where they try to string the telemarketer along, and then you can and then later you can listen back to see if people actually try to talk to it. It's like yes, that is what you deserve. For that call. One of the problems with the do not call registry is that a lot of the calls we get in telemarketing are international. They, they're sourced out of international countries. So there's no consequence for those places if they ignore those lists. It's ridiculous. But, Mike, you have an is this real life story for I us. I do. <clears throat> so mine is more of the uh, incredible nature. And did we even Hold on. Did we even get to the end of Jason's story? I mean, oh. so yeah, did the guy get rescued? Wrap it up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the the hiker was rescued. Uh, was not rescued. Uh, the oh, hiker that's that he died. Sad. <laughs> no, 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 did not die. Finally found uh, their way out after 24 hours. That's why they weren't answering the calls because they said, "I'm going to do this myself." Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, I want to tell you the tale of Joan Murray. Uh, Joan Murray, a 47 year old bank executive, and she had gotten into skydiving. Okay. Yeah, as one is known to do. Yes, and had completed 35 jumps, which... It's not a lot, but it's not yeah, a little. You're not a professional by any means, but you know you know what you're doing. You can skydive. Uh, and so on one of her jumps, she goes out, chute does not deploy. That's a problem. And it's... Well, uh, if you've ever her been... last jump. If you've ever been skydiving without a parachute... Uh, look, so she pulls, it's called sky jumping. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. <laughs> yeah. It's called just jumping out of a plane, uh, pulls her reserve chute. Everything is going okay. But then at about 700 feet or uh, right above that, she starts spinning and doesn't okay. have a reserve chute. The chute, uh, deflates. So she's just plummeting to the earth at around 80 miles an hour. Ongoers are looking on like. She should open Watch, a chute. Watching this tragedy that is about to unfold, smash, she hits the ground. 
What? Like her body, you know, is just completely annihilated. There's no way she's going to survive this. It's a very dark story. Just hold on. <laughs> she gets pulled into like recover to go into the hospital and she's still alive. And they're like, how is this possible? And then they notice that her body is covered in tiny little bite marks. So what happened, she fell into a, a fire ant mound. Okay. And the, so the ants start attacking her. And the poison that the fire ants bite with was enough to stimulate her nervous system to keep her heart going. What? So that she was able to survive long enough. She was in a coma for a couple of weeks, had like a, you know, of course, a whole bunch of reconstructive surgeries and, and craziness, but was able she to. She survived jumping out of a plane because of fire ants? Was able to walk, but she landed in a mound of fire ants that were attacking her, but actually kept her alive. Whoa. Does that mean like we need a third layer to the shoots where like if the backup doesn't. It just covers it's just you in fire ants. ants. It just an lets ant them, shield? An <laughs> ant shield. Just ah! release the ants on board. Wow, bite, is, bite us. That is truly incredible. But they release a venom known as Solenopsin. Ah, you should have not yes. said it. <laughs> well, but uh, give your that's amazing. Give it a try. Solenopsin. I am. <laughs> I am amazed that some people do survive long falls just miraculously. Like I know I've always heard no, not through fire ants, but I've heard that, that there's a handful of the skydivers that yeah. survive. But I always yeah. think that they crash through about ten canopies worth of trees. Yeah, this to break was, the fall. This was just a splat. Wow. Which right. I guess there would have been dirt underneath because you know the fire ants. Well, I feel like that was a pretty redeeming story. So I don't know if you need mine, but. This one is just, you talk about good fortune. In your case, it was a woman who had the good fortune of falling onto fire ants that saved her life. Which? The rest of it still hurt. I, I mean, mean, that well, hurt a lot. Also, generally speaking, landing in a, a mound of fire ants, not fun. No. No, but she had other concerns. See, they, the they emit this poison. <laughs> called. Solenopisin. <laughs> uh, yep. That's it. Uh, here it goes. I'm just going to paint this picture for you. <laughs> yep um just by memory you know <laughs> go, go on there is a flight on the way uh, going to hawaii okay and a woman on this flight gave birth prematurely okay to a baby she didn't know she was going to have oh my goodness she had no idea that she was pregnant and there's a doctor on board that helped her with the delivery. And it just so happened that not only was there a OBGYN doctor on board, but three NICU nurses were on the oh same my goodness. flight. Cause wow. it, yeah. So like pretty, uh, forward premature, like 29 weeks. Okay. So, yeah, so need, need to assist. She had no idea she was pregnant whatsoever there. They did the whole, is there a doctor on board? Is right. there a doctor on board? And there's three separate NICU nurses also on board. They completely helped this lady give birth to the baby. That's absurd. Were they uh, together? The, the no. Nurse? This is just total separate strangers. I know that... the doctor and the nurses were not together at all. There was a, a big NICU conference. <laughs> the entire plane was full of but NICU it, nurses. It said they used uh, shoelaces to tie the umbilical cord. They made baby warmers out of bottles that were microwaved. And at one point, they used an Apple Watch to monitor the baby's heart rate because oh they did not have goodness. normal tools available <laughs> for this baby. And baby and mother are completely fine. Wow. So didn't know you were pregnant. Then once you find that out, you end up with a whole team able to. I mean, that's luck. At 30,000 yeah. feet. At 30,000. On the way to Hawaii. No quick stops there to land. And uh, the baby's fine and the mo mother's fine. So wow. that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's a wild story. Yeah. And uh, I of, thought it was a lot pretty. Of flying stories today. That's true. And two of them. <laughs> <laughs> what was that poison called again? Poison. It's a little poison. The Spitballers Draft. We are drafting once again, and Jason has the first pick. We are drafting chocolate-based products. Everybody likes chocolate. Food. Chocolate-based food products, right? Or is it just chocolate-based products? Mean, I want I you mean, to specify. A sculpture. <laughs> I mean, 
I thought that was kind of built into the food descriptor. Right. Well, Jason had a real quick answer there with statues. So <laughs> I don't sure, think it wouldn't have made and my guess list. What? Uh, a chocolate statue, for the record, is edible and can be eaten. Yeah, it, that it is, is food. That it's is also least, food. It is food because chocolate, chocolate. is food. Right. You have the first pick. Lots to choose from. I am disappointed. All right. Oh, no. That I have the first pick because this, this might surprise you, might shock you. <laughs> I'm not a huge chocolate fan. I'm, I'm not, surprised. I'm not anti. <laughs> are you shocked? No, <laughs> I was waiting for yeah. it. I set him up. Um, I'm not anti chocolate, but like chocolate. Well, I, uh, we'll say a, this when when other products get brought up. Not a chocoholic. No, I am not. Um, I actually don't know any chocoholics either. Like who can't can't not have chocolate. Well, no, I mean you, you kind of hear that that idea that there are some people there that are oh, I just some, love yeah. chocolate. Mm, chocolate. Yeah. So I'm gonna take some. <laughs> Uh, you know what they're like. Yeah, they're like, mmm, chocolate. <laughs> so I'm going to. Are the deucer any chocolate over there? My wife. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, so we know. Do you one. get her chocolate? Are you the. Is she welcome the chocolate gift then? Oh, yeah. Okay. Go okay. on, Jason. All right. So with that <laughs> I'm said, shocked. I'm going to take something that is a chocolate based famous product, but is, you know. It's a baked good. <laughs> I'm going to okay. stick in my wheelhouse. I'm taking the chocolate chip cookie. Okay. So, yeah, that's it's a good a, pick. It's a classic. It's, it's a good warm, chocolate it's pick. It's gooey. It's fresh out the oven, and I am happy about the little chocolate chips in it. Well, Look, it the problem that I have here is that I don't think that's your favorite chocolate product. I, I think you. I oh. think you're pandering. No. I think you're trying to win oh. the chocolate draft. It's funny because when you said that. Integrity in question. Uh, no, when you said that, I was searching my own head. I thought you had something that I love a chocolate that I couldn't think of. Because I, I, I'm like, I don't you know. You think a chocolate chip cookie's number one? There's only one thing that I like probably more than that, but it's so specific. It's not the genre. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. I, no, I, look, chocolate chip cookie would have been my first. statue. It would have been my first <laughs> statue. Not a lot of people. <laughs> Get chocolate statues, so I felt like it was a little too specific, but that is my go-to. I mean, I guess you do get, like, chocolate statues when you get, like, the Easter the bunny. bunny. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think about. Yeah. Um, no, like look, Napoleon. I'm just bitter. I wanted the chocolate chip cookie. I thought it would get to me. Um, I will say that my pick is, is something that does have a wide range of, and I guess the chocolate chip cookie, they're all pretty good, but there is, you know, there's a great one. Then there's a there's mediocre ones. They're all pretty good. It's a lot of it's a lot of baked good in there. I will go with what I think there is a wide range of uh, of uh, good and bad, but I will go with a chocolate brownie. Oh, you rapscallion! And I know it wouldn't make it back to me. I figured it was the. I thought Jason was going to go with it, but I think a if you have a great chocolate brownie, you're like, man, I really do like brownies. Brownies I, are good. I will oh, say I that when you have brownies. a really good chocolate brownie. That isn't too much, but then has like the little chunks. A little bit. Yeah, you can't have too many chunks. No, it, it's hard to make a perfect brownie. When you've got one, it's great. But I actually don't. Like if there was a brownie and a chocolate chip cookie, I would definitely go the chocolate chip cookie. Brownies are too mm. chocolate for me. It's At a, lunch it's a today, decision. we, me, you and I went chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Mike went chocolate brownie. Yeah. Mm. And we, I, little no, did we know. No regrets. Pretty, it looked bigger than what we got. It was delicious. Our, can I, our yeah. chocolate chip cookie was so tiny. Yeah. It was not fair to us. It was not fair to us. All right, go, Mike. So were you jealous of my brownie or just... I was just disappointed in the, the cookie. The size, okay. too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, your brownie was huge. All right. So you, we, we got cookie, brownie. I figured I was taking brownie here. Yeah. Uh, so we'll just we'll kick this thing off with uh, the, the plain Jane over here that I am when it comes to chocolate ice cream because it is... The worst. <laughs> it is so delicious. Oh yeah, you love chocolate. Oh ice cream. my goodness, I love chocolate ice cream. But you don't love vanilla ice cream. No, it's vanilla. Oh my gosh, you're there's so backwards. There's a re there's a reason. Is when something is plain and boring, it's, it's vanilla. It's funny though because I think in general, I mean, it must be what a ten to one ordering of vanilla versus chocolate. If you're yes. ordering a plain, like if you go to one of those stands in the middle of the park and they go and one of the ice cream guys there and he's like, I got chocolate or vanilla or the swirl. It's mostly vanilla that's ordered, or Correct. maybe swirl. Correct, oh, see, or maybe I would, swirl. I would have gone as chocolate. People buy vanilla because they want to cover it and get rid of the vanilla. Oh, you cover chocolate, too. What, with more chocolate? Yeah, I Are do. We, do we have anybody here that would choose chocolate, like plain chocolate over plain vanilla? I would. 
Yeah, I'm on Team Mike on this. 100%. Yeah, thank you. You've been outnumbered. I yeah so, by the deucers. I, wow. Yeah. Just, just oh, they like the, they like the brown one. Just, go figure. The you're deucers. over here. It's definitely ten to one, and we have five people in this room, and it's three to two. I don't. That's a, it's fair. I mean, it's a fair critique of my it's statement. A small sample size here. I'll take a poll right now on Twitter right. while this is going on. All right, excellent. I I don't like chocolate ice cream. Like if if there was a bowl of chocolate ice cream in front of me, you know how usually. I'd be like, well, I don't like it. I'm going to eat it. I don't think I'd eat it. Really? Yeah. I just yeah but if it's just plain vanilla, you will oh, eat that. Yeah, because it's way better. Were you going to say slurp that down? <laughs> I wasn't, not, but I will. Now, I I would prefer it to be like dark chocolate ice cream, but that's mm, grosser. Oh, yeah, oh, man. So good. <laughs> uh, and then I, will, I, I, I got the poll out. I'll let you know how it goes. Excellent. Uh, we need some real-time results over here. And then I will follow it up with a just a, just a classic. Let's go with the chocolate cake. I'm I'm sad that you took it because I would have definitely taken. I it. will trade you cake for brownie. Yeah. So so through uh, through the first seventy votes that just went up, it's fifty two forty seven vanilla. So certainly not ten to one. Okay. So but, I, I don't but, think I'm going to win. But we're winning. But we're winning barely. Um, <laughs> Out of how many results? Uh, <laughs> seventy so far. We'll get a lot more in a minute. Um, I'll keep you posted. So Jason with chocolate chip cookie. I went with a brownie. Mike went with chocolate ice cream, chocolate cake. Uh, it's back to me, and um, this is tough because because uh, the powerhouses are gone. Look, I think it's underrated for adults, and so I'm going to go with chocolate milk. Ah, oh, darn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's the only appropriate response for being upset that someone took your chocolate milk. Uh, I I can't tell you. I cannot tell you the last time I had chocolate milk. You're it doing may, yourself a huge disservice, especially for a chocolate ice cream lover. Uh, no, because the chocolate milk, I, I haven't had it in 30 plus years. Are you serious? What? Oh, yeah. Chocolate milk is something that for some reason we don't make often as adults because it doesn't come prepackaged in your little cafeteria lunch tray. But if you made it, you would love yourself for it. I think the problem with chocolate 262 milk, votes in, okay. 5346. Vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think part of the problem part of the problem with chocolate milk is like, you know what I really need to wash this down? Some milk. No, you're quenched with chocolate milk. You're no, quenched. You're quenched, says, baby. No. You can't. You have no ground you're, to stand on. You haven't had it in 30 years. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. You're not an authority on chocolate milk. Listen. Last time you had it, you were a, you didn't even have a beard hair on your face. <laughs> Mike, you enjoy. I may a, have had sideburns. You enjoy chocolate. Um, <laughs> I got my sideburns early. <laughs> well, that's that's what you get first. If you go to the store and you buy the pre-mixed you gra you get the gallon jug uh -huh. of chocolate milk. Just grab it and bring it home. Okay. And pour yourself a little bit, and you'll be like, oh, will you dang. Do, will you do that for us, Mike? I might. Because your kids will enjoy it, too. So oh, my, my children would love it. The problem is the man who's telling me to drink chocolate milk also loves Yoo-Hoo. And you Guilty as this, this poll's you starting to get out of control. Uh-oh. Oh, no. 600-plus votes in. 57.4 to 42.6 vanilla. vanilla. Oh, let's okay. go. I got to look at the wording I needed to of get this it to, poll. I, I thought it was pretty fair Here's with it. Here's the wording. If you had to choose to eat plain ice cream, which would you choose to have a bowl of? Vanilla? Okay. okay. Chocolate? I'll, I will allow yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's fair. Oh, 60-30. I got a vote. <laughs> <laughs> I got a vote. All right. So, chocolate milk. Mike, I, I think you should do yourself, do yourself a, uh, you know, before you turn 40. Have yourself another glass of chocolate milk. You'll love okay. it. Um, it's a good time. But if you get the premix strawberry, it's even better. Ugh. Oh gosh, <laughs> so, disgusting. No, it's so oh, good. Dis dis strawberry right. milk is. I will draw a hard line in the I'm sand. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> no, if you get the honestly, one, I don't like strawberry people that, milk is great. Get I don't like people that bottle. like strawberry ice cream. Frankly, I think those people are psychos. What? That look, oh my gosh, sixty point three to thirty nine point seven. The sounds like ten to one to me. <laughs> the thought like strawberry milk looks so foul yeah because it looks like you left out some cereal milk <laughs> oh just <laughs> but anyways so, go you on what? you yeah. can't draft strawberry milk so go on with yeah, your two picks unfortunately all right so i was going i was contemplating taking both chocolate milk because i got two picks chocolate milk 
and hot chocolate at the same turn here. Um, I obviously cannot do that, but hot chocolate is in. I, I was worried about having two drinks. Okay. But since I'm not a huge chocolate guy, I'm trying to think of what are the what are the specific chocolate things that I actually enjoy. And I love a good hot chocolate. If it's the Christmas season, it's because just so you know, people, we're, we're in Arizona. It is only cold during Christmas season. Yes. That is it. Uh, we have about a three-week window of chilliness where you could drink hot drinks. I was hoping that that would come back to me because hot chocolate, delicious. <laughs> and, and it's really not that different. <laughs> cold, <laughs> cho- cold chocolate milk? That is... It's just, it seems so different, it's, right? I mean, no. it's, it's hot chocolate. Well, it's different enough that it's a, like when you, you wouldn't say, I want some hot chocolate milk. You know, no, I want hot chocolate. That's, that's, it is different. different. It is different. A lot of people make hot chocolate with just water. Yeah. There, and there is also drinking chocolate. I don't know if you've ever, yeah, which is just that. another way of expressing hot chocolate. Well, no, drinking chocolate is like legit just melted down candy bars. Liquid chocolate? Yeah. So you're That's taking uh, you're taking a uh, hot chocolate. I'm taking hot yeah, chocolate. That's, That's a, a good pick. pick. And then um, for for my next one, I'm going to go with you know look. This is a chocolate products draft. And so when I think of that, uh oh, it's it's just it's a classic. I get variety and it's fun. It's more about the experience. I don't love all of them in the box, but when you get a box of chocolates. You know, oh, you, okay. You get, you get to play around. You get a bunch of different flavors, a bunch of different things. I'm okay. taking a classic box of chocolates. It's sorted. Is that a box of chocolates or a box of chocolates? Uh, it's, it, it's got an F in there. <laughs> box of chocolates. Well, All right, we'll give it an F it if you want. Um, well, I'm glad you didn't take what my next pick is. Look, it, it's Nutella. Okay, it's a chocolate hazelnut spread. It's delicious. It belongs on everything that exists. You should put it on everything. It's, it's that good. It's very good. I don't know what they. You know, it's it's the equivalent. Oh, Jason is. It's like what his Oreo head. Oreo did, right? They made the yeah. chocolate cookie, and it's got its distinct Oreo taste, and it's yes. just one. There isn't another taste like Nutella. Yeah, it's not really. Good. Yeah, I'm not, not in. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not a huge hazelnut fan. So between my not desperate love for chocolate and my, I think dislike of hazelnut. It just doesn't do you it for me. So do you hazelnut. side with Jason and his hazelnut dislike or the 54% of global sales <laughs> on all chocolate spreads worth $2.3 billion Nutella? All chocolate spreads. What? Are, <laughs> that is a very... Honestly, if you told me chocolate spreads, I would assume it's 100%. What, what are the other chocolate right, I should have stuck with the $2.3 billion. <laughs> You like Nutella though, right, Mike? Oh, yeah. yeah I, mean, I think everybody likes Nutella. My family loves Nutella. Old Tella. I get it. All right. Mike, it's back to you. All right. So let's see. I got cake. I got ice cream. I am going to go. I want to. I'm going to balance. I'll balance it out a little bit. So I'm going to go with chocolate cereals. Chocolate okay. cereals. Give me like some Cocoa Krispies. Yeah. You like the, you like the Cocoa Puffs? I'll do, I will do the Cocoa You'll Puffs. You'll puff it out? I will go with the Cocoa Puffs. Jason's eyes made it. I didn't have that on my list. And I love cereal. I added it. As you were talking, because I thought you were going to take it. Oh, when I said box. Yes. Oh. I was like, oh, chocolate-based cereals. That's delicious. That is good. That's a super... I didn't have it on my list either, and I'm dumb. Like, I, I, I Cocoa Krispies are... Cocoa, I'll take Krispies over the Puffs. Oh, I, yeah. I, Puffs over Krispies. Where, and where is Count Chocula in all this? I never. He's never visited my bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so either. Wait, you didn't do like I've never you had didn't do like the the, the count or no. the or the booberry. No, my and parents was, were not. There was one. I, more. There might have been an imitation one that they sold in the big bags that I got, but I didn't. I didn't get any of those. What names. was the third one? Does anyone? Someone vet this. Is this was, with the cookie crisp too? No, 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 no. There was like these three monsters. Yummy Frankenberry. Frankenberry and mm. Yummy Mummy. There's four. Yep. What is Yummy Mummy? I don't know. Well, <laughs> you're. You're looking at it. It, it says fruity, yummy, mummy. There's blueberry, frankenberry, uh, count chocula, and yummy, mummy. Can you say that one more time? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. So you got one more pick, then. Yeah, so I got one more pick, so I'm going to take – so I got the chocolate cereals, and oh, I really wanted to get hot chocolate. and mm, Delicious. <laughs> you should have drafted that. I should have. Uh, whatever. It's basically chocolate ice cream, but it's – it look, it's – it's just served a little bit different. I will take chocolate milkshakes. Oh, yeah. Because I would actually take a chocolate milkshake over 
standard chocolate ice it's, cream. It's very different. You can't drink ice cream. Exactly. Well, after a I while, I mean, that's you drinking can. ice cream. Yeah. Well, it's made in a method that can. You do you can't, think that you, if you could go back in time, though, do you think you would take the very different out of the sentence? Maybe just say slightly different. Did I say very different? You did say very different. I won't say slightly. I'll just say that they're different. Okay. They're because they are. You they're can't put different a, the way I mean, that if, hot chocolate and chocolate milk are different. Yeah, it's like microwave changes it. <laughs> so, no, wait. Well, I think we figured this out because I, I, I like the chocolate drink. I just, if I could have taken a chocolate milkshake, I would have done it. Well, I, did, I didn't know. I have both on my list. You can take the worst version of the shake if you want, and we can have that discussion. Uh, so I like the chocolate very hot, the hot chocolate. And I like it very cold because I like the milkshake, right. but I don't like it just chill fridge cold. So we six out of 10 prefer vanilla. Okay. Six out of 10 after uh, over 2000 votes. So definitive research done. I, yeah. I stand I, I, uh, uh, no, a little like, bit more respect for chocolate out there than I think it deserves. I, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you six went with chocolate 10, milkshake. Right? Yes. And we're fine with this. Multiple ice cream picks of the exact same thing. We're good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I should have known. I should never ask Al if it's a mic thing. Uh, brownie, chocolate milk, Nutella. I will go with chocolate fondue. No, just <laughs> <laughs> turned this, into a pirate. This. Your reactions to my picks today are outstanding. Yeah, you've really surprised me here. You didn't see chocolate fondue coming. I did not. That was my clear. Last pick. I'm running low here on Because you chocolate fun. Don't get to pick it. Oh, yeah. What do you got? Nice. Well, I got. am not in. Oh, man. Come on, I'm not man. In on you don't want to dip stuff into chocolate? No, I really don't. Golly. So this is good. the guy you side with on everything, oh. Al. It's so good. The guy who doesn't like chocolate so fondue. What's your, what's your favorite go-to in the dip? I like the little tiny uh, Rice Krispie oh, yeah. cubes. They they cube up like Rice Krispie treats. You dip any that baked in. product is better than any fruit product in a fondue. But I will go to the fruit after I'm out of baked. Oh, yeah. What about strawberries? What about good? like pretzels? No, you don't do pre pretzels. Go in the cheese. You go desserts. There's chocolate covered pretzels. I yes, but I'm just saying at a fondue place. I've never had pretzels delivered with okay fondue there or with chocolate. Pretzels are good with chocolate. Marshmallows are good. Marshmallows. Yeah, Gra I mean, pretty much crackers. anything dipped in chocolate at all is better having been dipped in it. Yeah. So that's that's where my problem with chocolate is. I it, I need it by itself. I need the chocolate to stand alone. Let me see. You had chocolate ice cream by itself. Chocolate yep. cake, sure, by itself. Yep. Chocolate cereals. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're mixing them with yeah, vanil the vanilla milk, but whatever. Vanilla milk? Well, I mean. Yeah, that's different, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Milk is not vanilla. They do make <laughs> vanilla milk, which is disgusting. You don't consider milk to be kind of vanilla? -y? Oh no, no because no. vanilla is actually a flavor called vanilla. <laughs> milk is no. Milk. I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware of where you're going. Like I'm a, just examining it in my brain. If you're getting a, a soy or a cashew, like if you're getting a non-dairy, then it's probably vanilla to mask the. Not necessarily. Well, well they'll say it on there. Yeah, yeah the almond milk comes by itself, or vanilla almond. Yeah. Right, because they're like, we got this day we I gotta just, do something about it. I guess this. when I glance milk's direction, I see a little vanilla in there. Wow. Uh, you just wrong. love vanilla ice cream. I think I do. <laughs> he is a big vanilla ice cream guy. Yeah, I'll eat the heck out of that. All right. Um Okay, well so, so wrap it up there, uh not fondue boy. Yeah, I wanted fondue. Um I feel like ironically this is more like placating to the draft, but it's kind of what's left on my list. I'm going to go like chocolate candy bars. Uh, chocolate bars are great. So, uh, you know. My are, they, are they though? Yes. Like so a like, plain chocolate? Like a Hershey's like bar? A Nestle oh. Crunch bar. Crunch. Is, Nestle Crunch bar is legit. Yeah, that's. Why is it that a little crunch makes that such. It's got to be the huge, taste. It's a huge difference because a Hershey bar is. I don't need it. Are you in on like a Hershey no, kiss? No, you're Mr. Plain Chocolate. You should be in on that. No. I'm you not should. I like, do like Hershey's Kisses, but I don't want really? to do it in OG. I got to have the like the white chocolate swirl one oh, the hug. or the or the dark, dark chocolate one. Yeah, the hugs. I, so I could eat them for days. Um, there are really good like Dove and Symphony make really good plain chocolate bars. I would not default. The only the only chocolate bar that I would buy that is like plain chocolate of my own like oh i'm choosing that would be the Nestle Crunch bar because that is okay outstanding. Usually I would prefer 
Like my, my what I said earlier. Now that the draft is over, my favorite chocolate anything is like a Reese's cup. Of course, like chocolate yeah. peanut butter. I mean, that's that's the winner. The only thing I had left on my entire list. No, I had two things. Chocolate syrup was on my list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which I still sucker for. I don't know if it's because of childhood and loving chocolate syrup because you make milk out of it. You put it on your ice cream. I say, yeah, you got to cover up the vanilla. Uh, sure, sure. That's that's I mean, or accentuate it, whatever. Uh, the other one was something I this one is my chocolate milk equivalent that I haven't had in 30 years, really, but used to make it all the time on the stove. My mom used to make it. Pudding? Chocolate pudding. Yeah. Mm. Which I haven't had pudding since like the going to a buffet with my grandfather. That's how I, I equate pudding with that. Like you're going to Luby's so you get some chocolate pudding. And people would put, you'd put the saran wrap over the top. Yeah, and then it gets the, so the that nasty. way you don't get that. Oh, that if okay. you don't, okay, you put the saran wrap to not get the fit like oh, the uh, what are they called the skin? Oh, the skin. My dad oh. loved it. He'd eat all the skin oh, off of our pudding. Oh, that is so what? gross. Oh, honestly, man. when you talked about cooking, oh. when you talked about cooking your pudding, I'm like, you know, they just sell well, like, yeah, pudding in they cups. Didn't, they so used, just... used to make it. It was better that way. No, the skin. Yeah, it was on much the pudding better. is so off putting. <laughs> oh yes that was fantastic i mean i yes Thank you. final final uh thing uh, I, i'll do here i also oh do you have another oh no thing on no you guys go ahead yeah, and I, I, I have a poll i, I had a uh, chocolate mousse which too much chocolate go on I guess you could have gone fudge too that was what was left on my list was hot fudge and uh s'mores is on my list what about cold fudge i'm talking about like fudge Oh, that's very fudge. good. I was yeah. thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, hot fudge like on a Sunday. What about Super Fudge the book? I haven't never read heard it. of that. You didn't, what? You didn't have you didn't read you didn't have a Super was it fudge? on cable? No, this would have been in the, in the elementary school. No, uh, is the, it cable uh, cable I, book subscription? I believe it's Judy Bloom. If, huh. I'm, if no. memory serves, now I got to research. Give me the order, real right quick before we. Well, now I'm looking up Super Fudge this. by Judy Bloom Blam. Uh, Judy Bloom Blam? White, yeah. dark, milk. Put oh, them in order. That's milk, white, dark. Milk, white, dark for Jason. Dark, just stop. White, dark, milk. White chocolate is so oh. great, but by itself entirely can be a little too much. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, although the, uh, what is it, the cookies and cream bar by Hershey's? Yeah. It's just the white chocolate with the, the cookie pieces in it? Yeah. I'm going to have some chocolate Something today. to write home about. <laughs> What did we learn today? Well, I, I I learned that Jason really wanted chocolate milk in this draft and had a very childlike response to me taking it. Yeah, well, it's because it's a childlike drink. I learned that scientists need to get on to changing things once it's in my stomach because then I could eat anything I want. That's pretty good. And I learned that a chocolate-based product can include a statue. I'd eat a statue. Heck yeah. <laughs> if there was a statue that was edible, it's just an upgrade. What if it was a really big one and everyone just took one bite when they walked by? I'd pass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.